Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome back in Geico Outkick Studios. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us, finishing up the first hour Monday edition. My thanks to Todd Furman. You just heard me with him. By the way, giving you a roadmap of where we are headed. Uh, Sean Berryman, uh, NFL Lights Out podcast, uh, former NFL uh, star, will be with us in hour two, breaking down everything in the NFL in the third hour of the program, as we always are on the Monday edition of the program during college football season. Joel Klatt, who is the lead college football analyst for Fox Sports, will join us. And all of that uh, is headed your direction. Much to get into, so many different NFL and college football stories to address. But I wanted to talk about this because a lot of you out there who are listening to this program know uh, I'm born and raised in Nashville, Tennessee. And I live here now in the city of Nashville doing this national radio show, which has grown into a colossus. Appreciate all of you out there listening in all 50 states. I went to grad school at Vanderbilt. Went to law school at Vanderbilt. Also got uh, an MFA, my Master of Fine Arts. So I went to five years of grad school at Vanderbilt University. Met my wife there. I think it is one of the greatest colleges or universities anywhere in the country. I absolutely love Vanderbilt University uh, and everything that Vanderbilt represents. And so Vanderbilt on Sunday during this game, the Titans won against the Colts. Vanderbilt put out the news that they were firing Derek Mason. And Derek Mason uh, had been at Vanderbilt is in his seventh year. Good dude. I like Derek Mason a lot. Uh, very fond of him, but had not won enough. Ten SEC football wins in seven years. 
as the head coach at Vanderbilt, even that was not enough for Vanderbilt. They're 0-8 this year. And so they made the decision to fire him. And there are a lot of different coaches out there, I think, that are interested in getting this job. But what was interesting about this to me was the timing that Vanderbilt followed to fire Derek Mason. In particular, and you probably didn't miss it because it was everywhere, on Saturday, Vanderbilt had a female kicker, a goalie for the soccer team, came on the field and kicked the opening kickoff of the second half. And it went viral, and it got a massive amount of attention. And the, the, the goalie on the soccer team, I don't begrudge her making the decision to kick for the team. I understand why she would find that to be a, uh, a really attractive opportunity and an important message to send and all of those things. And I certainly understand how it became a big story. But what I'm surprised by, and frankly, I know I shouldn't be surprised, but I was disappointed about, is, look, the way college football in the NFL works is after every game, we all go back over the games. And by the way, her name, Sarah Fuller, is the kicker. We all go back over the games, and we basically Monday morning quarterback everything that took place in the game. And so what I was really surprised by is, no one was able to say anything other than this is the greatest moment in the history of college football. That's what it's kind of felt like on social media. And I was watching this live because I watch college football all day on Saturday and I'm a double Vanderbilt alum in the grad school. So I probably watch it more Vanderbilt than your average person does, certainly. And what I was really surprised by throughout this entire story was no one pointed out that Vanderbilt had a punter who was their starting punter and was able to play and there were no issues whatsoever with him, right? In fact, Vanderbilt's offense was so bad, you could argue, and I think you could argue it fairly, that this punter, Harrison Smith, was probably the best player that Vanderbilt had on the field for the entirety of the game. And he kicked seven punts, all right? And so I want you to think about this for a minute. If you kick the ball seven times and you do an average of 43.3 yards per punt and two of those are 50-plus yard punts, you're a pretty good kicker, right? And I think everybody out there would agree that it's tougher to punt than it is to kick off a football. By which I mean, in order to punt, you have to feel the snap, you have people rushing at you, you have to drop the ball, and you have to perfectly kick it. And that's a lot of different challenges. And then you have to be capable of making a tackle as well in the event that the punt returner is coming in your direction. If you can do all of that, Why was the punter not the choice to kick off? Why was this idea that Vanderbilt didn't have a kicker allowed to take root and nobody said, wait a minute, they've got a punter. And let's take it out of college football. This happens pretty regularly in the NFL because the NFL has limited rosters. And so there's no backup field goal kicker on the NFL roster. 
if your field goal kicker gets injured, usually the punter comes in to kick extra points or to attempt any field goal. Not because the punter is a great backup field goal kicker, but just because NFL rosters, there aren't enough players on the sideline to have a backup field goal kicker. And by the way, if your punter injures himself, then your field goal kicker would usually handle any punts that might have to happen for the rest of the game. That's pretty commonplace in the NFL. So I watched Sarah Fuller, this female kicker, kick the ball to start the second half, and she was kicking the ball with somebody kneeling, holding the ball, and she kicked it directionally right at the 35-yard line so that somebody had to kind of smother the ball there. But Vanderbilt was down 21 points, and they started off the second half with a kick that guaranteed the opponent the ball right at the 35-yard line. If that had happened with a male kicker, people would have said, man, that was an awful kick. So this felt like, to me, a stunt that was designed by Derek Mason to try to make it more likely that he was going to be able to keep his job. Because this idea that Vanderbilt had nobody else who could kick is just transparently false. They have a punter who was a pretty good punter and able to punt the ball seven times for Vanderbilt. And you're telling me that punter couldn't have walked out and popped the ball up in the air as a free kicker to start the second half with the kickoff? You're telling me he was unable to kick the ball 35 yards into the air and do the exact same thing that this female kicker did? That's just not true. And some people out there are going to be like, oh my God, how dare you say anything negative about this story at all? That's sexist of you. That's the first thing people will say. Oh my God, that's sexist. But I don't buy into that at all. If you are a fan of college football or the NFL, you question everything that coaches and players do, particularly if they lose a game. Why did they run that play call? Why did they try a field goal there? Why didn't they go for it on fourth down? These are usual conversations that every single person out there listening to me right now has about their favorite team. And yet, I didn't see anybody else in the media asking, wait a minute, why does Vanderbilt claiming they need a kicker when their punter is fine and he's able to punt the ball seven times in a game and you're telling me this guy couldn't kick off to start the second half but he was capable of coming on the field and fielding a punt seven times and bombing it down the field? It, 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 it's a stunt. And again, I don't blame Sarah Fuller. I'm not saying she did anything wrong. But this feels like, to me, clearly a stunt if you actually look at all of the data. And I sometimes feel like, if you listen to this show, you know I say this all the time, I feel like the world has gone insane 
and I look at the facts and I'm like, how am I the only person saying this? And I think the Vanderbilt football team was thinking it because I've watched them play all season and that's the worst performance they've had all year. And then they fired Derek Mason the next day. I think I don't think all that's a coincidence. I think this is connected. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their toyo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two liter. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app. Then pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code 2PROS. New customers play 5 bucks and get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code 2PROS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick 6.draftkings.com slash promos. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Live from the Geico Outkick Studios. Appreciate all of you hanging out with me. Uh, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote as you're waking up Monday edition of the program here. We're breaking down everything in the world of college football and the NFL. I'm going to talk about the college football playoff picture. Big win for the Titans on the road against the Colts to take command in the AFC South. How about the Kansas City Chiefs going on the road against the Bucs? The Bucs lose another big game where they had an opportunity to establish themselves as a major contender in the NFL. Instead, They get whipped out of the gate, aren't able to fight their way back. The Bears, oh my goodness, it doesn't matter who their quarterback is. And the Broncos, speaking of quarterbacks, man, uh, to end up in that scenario, what an unbelievable situation. I'll give you a sense for the the playoff picture a little bit as we continue to move throughout the program, uh, both in the NFL and in college football. Big win over the weekend uh, on Friday. For Notre Dame to beat UNC, the Fighting Irish now in really good shape from a playoff perspective. Uh, They need to beat Syracuse, and then if they beat Wake Forest, I think Notre Dame would get to 11-0. That would get them in the college football playoff, regardless of what happens against Clemson. Clemson has got one game remaining. They are in really, really good shape. Uh, the, uh, The Tigers are if they can come back and beat Notre Dame to get into the playoff. Alabama continues to dominate the Iron Bowl. No contest. The Alabama defense is working its way into elite status. We already know how good Mac Jones is. Uh, We certainly know uh, what he is capable of with Devontae Smith, Najee Harris. That is a really talented offense, and the defense is starting to round into shape alongside of them. As if that were not enough in the SEC, Texas A&M, good defensively against LSU, weak offensively on uh, that performance, but the Aggies with three games left, they are playing uh, against Ole Miss, they're playing against Tennessee, and they have to play this weekend against Auburn. I don't feel very good about Auburn's chances in that game, although we'll see exactly what ends up shaking out. Florida, it's a Kyle Trask versus Mac Jones, Heisman Trophy race. Florida was just okay. Three touchdown catches for Kyle Pitts, but now the Gators only have a couple of games left. 
that they would need to win in order to advance to the SEC championship game. In fact, they only need to win one out of two, either Tennessee this weekend or against LSU next weekend. But they need to win both of those games, plus beat Alabama to get into the the college football playoff. Meanwhile, the Big Ten is a total mess. We'll talk to Joel Klatt some about that in the third hour of the program. Ohio State's game against Illinois was canceled. Now what is going to happen? Are the Buckeyes going to end up like Wisconsin and not be eligible to play in the Big Ten uh, title game because you have to play at least six games? And right now, Ohio State has only played four. They have two games left on their schedule remaining. Michigan State this weekend and Michigan next weekend. How exactly is that going to shake out? And what is it saying about Ohio State's chances to advance to the playoff? USC gets a game canceled against Colorado, and as a result, they are now not going to be able to play a full schedule themselves. Oregon loses a wild late game against Oregon State, meaning the Pac-12 is effectively out of the playoff race, and is the Pac-12 even going to be able to finish a season? All sorts of craziness going on in terms of the rules and the regulations that are being implemented surrounding COVID on the West Coast. So much chaos. I do think we deserve and should give a little bit of praise to the SEC, the ACC, and the Big 12, who at least are going to be able to finish seasons. But all of this is a chaotic, wild, zany mess, the likes of which we have never seen before. And I just finished up the last hour talking about another crazy story, which was a positive But it also didn't really add up, and a lot of people reacting to it. I also wrote about it in my starting 11 column. A lot of you heard about this uh, female kicker for Vanderbilt and the fact that she was playing and went out and kicked the opening kickoff of the second half, but how it really didn't make a lot of sense if you think about it because when you saw that Vanderbilt had a punter, and he was able to punt the ball seven times, why do they need their goalie on the women's soccer team to come in and kick a football uh, to start the second half? To me, this feels like a Hail Mary attempt by Derek Mason, who was sitting at 0-7, and his team went out and got demolished by Missouri to fall to 0-8. It feels like this was an attempt to get some positive attention Maybe it was an attempt to try to revitalize his team or fire him up a little bit. I don't know. But I want to bring you in, Dub, because you were watching this too. Is my logic not pretty sound here? And the fact that nobody else is raising it as an issue seems kind of crazy. You have a punter who is on the field and is able to kick seven times during the game. Average over 43 yards per punt. It's hard to be a good punter right? You have to feel the snap. People are running at you. You have to drop the ball. You then have to cover as a defender and maybe you have to end up as the punter actually making a tackle in special teams. My point here is if you were deciding between which is more difficult, kicking the football off to start a half or punting, you would certainly say that punting is more difficult. And I've seen it happen. I'm sure almost every single one of you have as well. In the NFL, if a punter gets hurt, then the kicker has to punt. And if a kicker gets hurt, then the punter might have to kick. 
This often happens in the NFL. So this logically doesn't make sense to me what we were being sold, which is there's nobody else on the Vanderbilt football team that can kick, and so they've had to bring in a soccer player in order to do it. I just I didn't buy it purely from the logic-based aspect of this. And I'm saying this as a double Vanderbilt alum. I root for Vanderbilt students to do well. I'm a former Vanderbilt student. I'd be ecstatic if one day one of my sons were to go on to Vanderbilt. I think it's a great university. But this story just doesn't add up. Dub, are you with me? Like, that this just didn't make sense? Yeah, I'm totally with you. And, you know, it doesn't take... You don't need to be a genius to figure out that when you're 0-7 and you haven't had exactly had a ton of success coaching, you're probably on the hot seat. Yeah. So, so to me, it kind of did feel like a last-ditch effort to save your job. Is I mean, that's how I read it. And then the news comes out yesterday that, you know, Derek During Mason, that they dropped the news during the Titans-Colts game, which is not a it's a coincidence it's not a coincidence right they they knew that all the media would be in the in the city of Nashville primarily focused on that game and so they go ahead and drop the news that they're firing Derek Mason but the the kick that Sarah Fuller this goalie for the Vanderbilt women's soccer team made is not the kind of kick that a punter would have been incapable of doing right if anything the punter could have kicked the ball a lot further off the tee. And I'm not even sure, are you allowed to punt to start the game? I think you can drop kick. Yeah, so he potentially could have done it that way too. Either way, he could have easily, I think, gotten the ball to the 35-yard line of the opponent like she did. It wasn't like it was some monstrously huge, difficult kick. And I feel like there had to be a lot of people in the Vanderbilt football locker room that were kind of looking around like, wait a minute, now why can't we just use this dude? Now, they didn't end up having to attempt any extra points or any field goals because, go figure, Vanderbilt football is going to Vanderbilt football. But the whole thing felt like, in many ways, just an elaborate uh, stunt. And then the next day, Derek Mason gets fired? And that makes me feel even more like it was a stunt. Am I crazy, or does all this make sense to you, too? It adds up almost too perfectly. I mean, the kick, you're speaking of the kick, it was five yards better than if someone had just kicked it out of bounds. So That's right. I mean, these two things, they have to be connected. It's like... And one... you're down at the half 21 points. So the last thing you would want to do to start off the second half kick is give your opponent the ball at the 35-yard line. That's not good. It's not what you want. And so it all feels like like it was just and, – and then are you with me too? Like it's as if you're unable to ask any of these questions, even though this is 100% what we do with every football game. We come back Monday and we Monday morning quarterback. What did you think about this performance? What did you think about that decision? And suddenly you're not able to question why Vanderbilt brought in this female kicker to do something that probably your punter could have done in the first place. And then you blame COVID quarantine related issues for why you have to do it. It just, the whole story doesn't add up. I'm a skeptic by nature. I tend to disbelieve people in positions of authority 
and people in positions of prominence. And I'm just naturally skeptical. And this story, frankly, just doesn't add up for me at all. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their michelin test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts 
people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Welcome back in. Geico Outkick Studios. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. I hope all of you had a good Thanksgiving. Just talking with Sean Merriman off air about uh, his Thanksgiving. He was on uh, the East Coast. Appreciate him joining us here to break down everything that happened in the world of the uh, NFL. Sean, how was the Thanksgiving, man? You have a good time? Yeah, it was good, man. Uh, you know, anytime I get back home to Maryland and uh, see the family and get a free meal at my Thanksgiving at my, my uh, grandmother's house, I'm happy about that. So it was good. Uh, what's your favorite thing about it? Like, did you grow up playing Thanksgiving uh, football, like, you know, out with the friends, family, everything else? Uh, and did you play it all this year? Or at what age were you, like, officially not involved in, like, a family football game? You know what? Uh, so I got drafted. When I got drafted by the Chargers in 2005, I, you know, moved out there. So I was West Coasting it for a while. So the yep. only time that I would get a chance to uh, go back home was during the bye week or we were allowed to have three or four days off. But otherwise, man, you, you know, yeah. going over LC, go, going over to Danny's house and stealing the plate here or, or Lorenzo <laughs> Neal's house and let their families cook and just go by for the, uh, for the sweep off. You know, uh, Lorenzo Neal, who's a super good guy. So I live in Nashville and uh, he played for the Tennessee Titans for several years. He's a part of the Music City Miracle. You know, he caught the ball and then handed it to Frank Wycheck to throw back. We did a Music City Miracle reunion with Lorenzo Neal, Frank Wycheck, uh, Kevin Dyson, all those dudes, super good guys. And as a part of that, we did an interview with Lorenzo Neal and he put me in a sleeper hold. And I, I legitimately think Lorenzo Neal could have killed me in like 15 <laughs> seconds. Is he one of the toughest dudes? Like, if you had to just pick somebody pound for pound, it's tough to top Lorenzo Neal, isn't it? It's no one tougher than uh, than Low Neal. Uh, just one of the one of the quickest stories I can tell you is I came in camp late uh, as a rookie. I held out because of contract issues. My yep. first day of being issued pads was a, a fan night practice. All the fans were there, about thirty five hundred or four thousand fans on the sideline of practice. I get a chance to go against Low Neal one on one. Uh, backs against linebackers, I blow him up, right? I, I mean, I'm hyped up, and everybody uh, is screaming, and the rookie's coming in. Our top draft pick just made a big play, and I think I committed one of the biggest mistakes now to my, <laughs> in my life uh, because that very next play, Lo- Lorenzo Neal had moved the running back over that I was supposed to go against, and he went back up with me again, and I've never been hit so hard in my face. Uh, in my life, where my blood would rush to my fingertips and face, and I didn't know what in the hell that was. We created what we called the brother-in-law in practice. We could never hit each other like that again because Low Neal was just a different animal. I don't. I've never played against anybody like him, especially at that fullback position. What for people out there who are listening to us right now? What does it feel like to have a legitimate, you know, just man-to-man hit? In the NFL, because a lot of people can see it on television. They might even be able to hear it. I I think even if you sit in the crowd, unless you're right down on top of the field, it's hard to really even understand the, 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 the speed and intensity. Certainly television doesn't do it justice. But how would you describe what that feels like, you know, for everybody out there who will never actually experience a legitimate full on NFL hit? 
you know, the, the funny thing is, uh, Clay, you hear the, the helmets cracking on, on the field, yep. right? I mean, that's one of the things you hear. But what you don't hear and understand is the ones that are the deep thumping sounds are the ones that hurt the most, not the loudest. The loudest when you hit guys, put your helmet and your helmet on helmet or helmet on shoulder pad, and you hear that. The thumping ones are body to body, and that's the ones where you can really knock a guy out, right? So, uh, and when you hear those deep thumping sounds, it normally comes with a fullback to a linebacker position or a guy crossing the middle and he's going to break the play up at a high speed uh, position, man, and, and have that adrenaline rush. You don't feel it right there on the spot. But, man, when you walk away, it's like, okay, in my days, do I got a concussion? Do I have whatever? And so you know, man. It's, and then you get guys that are like Lorenzo Neal. I tell you, I've, I've been against um, a lot of fullbacks in my damn my life, and i never still to this day seen anybody like Lorenzo Neal. He's up for the Hall of Fame, I think, still at some point, man. I believe he should get in. Just based on – I mean, because I hear that from so many people who played with or against him – is just what a freak of nature he was in terms of his ability to both take and deliver big hits and pop right back up and just be, I mean, a different kind of dude. Well, he was he was my workout partner. He was my workout partner as a rookie. When I came in, I believe he was in his 12th or 13th uh, year, and I would lift with him four days a week after practice as our second workout, and I couldn't keep up with him. So that should tell you uh, what level Lorenzo Neal was on. Yeah, it's crazy. We're talking with Sean Merriman. Go listen to the Lights Out podcast, which is a part of the iHeart Podcast Network. All right, there are a bunch of different games I want to get into uh, with you, but I think probably there were several super significant ones, but the one that got the most attention, Chiefs uh, get up 17-0. Nobody can cover Tyreek Hill. Go on to hang on for the win 27-24. If I told you right now, Chiefs or the field to win the Super Bowl, do you think the Chiefs are good enough that you would take them over the rest of the NFL combined? Well, uh, so I'll put it this way. I I do believe that the Steelers are the best team in football right now uh, because they're the most balanced team, right? Uh, Now, the scariest team would be the Kansas City Chiefs because of what they have, the weapons that they have. I mean, Tyree Hill, we, we've, you know, we've seen some, some fast wide receivers. We've seen some guys. We, we've never seen anybody who has a gear like this and actually is a complete receiver where they can run routes. Um, you, know, you, it's, you pick your poison with him, right, because it had, he had one play where he ran a quick out and up. Now, normally when you went running out and up, you get you take two steps, right? So he's just putting his foot in the ground and he's going. He's basically telling the, telling the cornerback that I'm faster than you. You know what I'm doing. I'm faster than you, and there's nothing you can do about it. So when you have guys like that, it's scarier because they're explosive. I do still believe that you know if you're talking about going all the way to the Super Bowl and the most complete team, then the the, the team you're going to have the most problem with. I still would say the Steelers because they're so balanced. You don't know in which phase of the game they're going to beat you in. You know what you're getting out of the Kansas City Chiefs. You know the Patrick Mahomes, you got to contain him. Tyreek Hill, you got to contain him. And you know between the hashes, Travis Kelsey is going to get his catches. So between those three, you can figure it out. The Steelers, they're too balanced. So the Bucks are now sitting at 7-5. and five. Uh, They have four games left, I believe. I'm doing my math right. I'm looking at their schedule. Vikings, Falcons, Lions, and Falcons again. Do they need to win all four of those? Does it matter? 
Like, have you seen enough to know that the Bucks are not a Super Bowl contender in the NFC, or are you still buying that even sitting at seven and five, they could potentially still make a run? Because it's pretty clear now that they're not going to win the NFC South, so they'd have to win three out of the wild card round. And that's fine. And that's fine for them. You know, you're talking about a team that was assembled uh, with superstars when they were all season. So, you know, we're accustomed to seeing this happen. We've seen a bunch of super teams in football. Uh, and it makes it even worse when you don't have a offseason. And I've said that before. You know, you, it takes a little time. Look, Brady's been in the system for two decades where he's done the same thing. Practice has been the same way. The playbook's been the same. So now you get into a new system with uh, one of your guys you play with, Gronkowski, but everybody else, no. You got to figure it out. So I'm not. I'm not surprised. And also, if you look back at some of these games, he's getting hit. He's absolutely getting hit. One of those interceptions, I believe, two of those interceptions, he was hit on those plays. Uh, so I can't, com- you know, completely put it on Brady. Uh, but at the same time, when you in, when you're in there, she look. They probably should have been nowhere close in that game. They won twenty. You know, they, they lost twenty-seven to what twenty-four. Yeah. But truthfully, if you look at that game, they probably should have been blown out. The way that the way the Chiefs are moving the ball, especially in the early on in the game, they should have been blown out. So anytime you give Brady a chance, if he gets his foot into the playoffs, then they automatically become also a dangerous team. They might be click, clicking later on during the season, going into that playoff stretch. We're talking to uh, Sean Merriman, a Lights Out podcast. Encourage you to check that out. Other biggest game. Derrick Henry, I want to talk to you about as a defensive guy trying to tackle Derrick Henry. I don't know how much of the game you got to watch between the Titans and the Colts. The Colts have had the Titans number for a while in that division. And then Derrick Henry came out in the first half, and I know the Colts had some defensive injuries, but he just absolutely took over. It was 35-14 at the half. There was never really any uh, suggestion of a game in the second half at all. What does that tell you? Titans get to eight and three, may actually win the divisions. Both teams still have five games to go, and both teams have got some quality wins, but the Titans went on the road against Indy and just took control, coming off of a really physical, tough game against the Ravens. You know, um, one thing about somebody that can run a ball like Derrick Henry in that Titans offense is it's demoralizing for defense. There's, there's absolutely nothing worse then a guy just then a team just lining up against you. You know they're running the ball, and there's nothing you can do about it. And I don't care how great that defense is. Uh, at some point in time, you're going to break down, especially if the offense is not doing something on the offensive side of the ball. They're not moving the ball, or at least worst case, uh, have some kind of possession uh, you know problem where you could just keep just hold the ball and keep it out of their hands. I mean that's what you want to do. But it's nothing like you know what they're doing. I mean you don't even have to be into football, right? You don't even have to know the game at this point to know what they're going to line up and do. You don't have to see formation sets or down distance. You know coming to the game with their bread and butter and what they can do, right? And, and, and being able to open it, up, open it up for the passing game and everything else that they're doing. I mean, Tannehill is a good quarterback, but he's not Joe Montana. You know, he's not uh, a stellar quarterback. But when you run the ball that way, he looks like it because they, he, the, the pressure's off. So, you know, I always say this, the recipe for a championship team is being able to run the ball to play great defense, and they're doing just that. We're talking to Sean Merriman. Now, I know it's Monday, but a lot of people were watching the Cowboys, and we were off like a lot of people were on Thursday and Friday. If you were Jerry Jones, 
what would you do with the Cowboys at this point? As they now have fallen, you know, completely out of the mix. Right now, I believe they'd be around the third pick overall. Would you already be looking ahead and thinking potentially about trying to make a move to get Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields? Or would you be thinking, hey, we'll just sign Dak to a long-term deal? What's the solution for the Cowboys? You know, to be honest, I think that that's so far down the road and what they're looking at. At this point, they need to evaluate, right, because they have these, these last, what, four or five games left. They need to evaluate who they're going to keep there and who needs to be out of there. Right, they they need to look at the film, look at the 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 total the season in in as a whole, and go down the lines and list all the big contracts and all the all the people they paid out, uh, all the people that they were thinking about moving that's not performing. Right now, they need to start looking at clearing house, and that needs to be. And I'm talking about head coach included. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not saying you, you, even you even know. for year one and Mike McCarthy, you're like I've seen enough to know that this isn't working. Yeah, because it's it's not a play calling issue. It's not a anything. You know, he has a the, the players aren't playing for him. Yeah, they just aren't. You know, you look at the sidelines. Look at how they give up long plays. Look at the attitudes. I mean, gosh, when Andy Dalton got hit, there was no players around, and no one helped him up. No one came to his defense. Yeah, you know that says a lot. I know Mike McCarthy came out and tried to uh, water that down a little bit, but that doesn't happen on good football teams. And right now, they're just not. They're not responding to his coaching style. So, you know, you, you start from the top down. Is it coaches that we need to move on? And then you start working down to the playoff players. Maybe some guys in the front office. Who knows? We're talking to Sean Merriman. Have you ever seen – I'm sure the answer is no because I don't think anybody's ever seen anything like it. What the Broncos had to do at the quarterback position yesterday and do you think that it's going to send a message to other NFL teams – as it pertains to how important this distancing is, because I mean, effectively the Broncos had zero chance to win this game as soon as they had a positive test. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and because this is all new to them, it's new to everybody. Uh, you need somebody to be that guinea pig before you say, okay, all right, we need to plan for this because if this happens to us, this, we can't let it go down like this. Right. So going forward, uh, I think that everyone needs to look and, and start getting guys ready as that third-string quarterback or maybe a wide receiver who really, really played quarterback in college, getting him playing some scout team quarterback in uh, in practice. I mean, you start to the, the, the great teams will start preparing for the worst. And I believe that was the worst situation that any NFL team could ever be put in. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, they ended up with 112 total yards, but they had 12 yards passing one for nine, two picks. I mean, it was hard to watch. Effectively, the Saints got a guaranteed win in that scenario and uh, were able to continue to, uh, to, to to dominate as they go forward. Team that a lot of people are talking about. The Browns are now eight and three. Are they for real as a team that can get into the postseason first? And if they get there, can they win a game? Have you seen enough to make you believe that the eight and three Browns are for real. Yes. And and I go back to the same thing I said about Tennessee, the recipe for winning football games and, and putting yourself in a position to win a championship is being able to run the ball, being able to run the ball and being able to play in great defense. Um, you know, we had, we've seen some plays that I believe it was, you know, Baker 
had a wide open uh, slant right in the end zone and missed it. So he, I mean, he's playing good. He's not playing anywhere close to being great. But when you're running the ball the way they're running the ball and playing the defense that they're playing, you're going to win a lot of football games, and that takes the pressure off of everyone else. So, yes, if you're talking about that division, if you're talking about uh, them putting, getting their foot in the door and being a problem, now the, the, the bigger issue is they're going to face some teams here coming up and they get in the playoffs and, and do their thing. They're going to face some guys that they might have a first-round exit. It's just, it's just a fact of the matter. But i, I got to give them credit. They they picked it up, uh, you know. They lost Odell, uh, you know, some weeks, several weeks ago, and they found a way to get uh, to get Juice Landry man the ball. And that, I think that was that was really a key for them. Juice Landry man is playing incredible. We're talking to Sean Merriman. He's the Lights Out Podcast, iHeart Podcast Network. Your Chargers team you played with for so many years continue to lose in so many different interesting ways. They uh, they had a lot of success moving the football against the Bills. Came up short again. They had that crazy play where it looked like they were trying to uh, – the quarterback was sneaking in. The, uh, did you see that play? The offensive line was dropping back to pass, uh, pass block. Uh, I, I think it was. What's going to happen there? Do you think Anthony Lynn keeps his job? Obviously, there's lots of reason for optimism with Justin Herbert. But what exactly is going on with the Chargers? And are you buying the Bills as a Super Bowl contender in any way out of the AFC? Well, you know, first and foremost, um, there's there's so many bright spots with the Chargers that you know it's almost sickening when you look at the the record that they have and the season that yep. they're having, losing what three or four games within six points. Uh, that really makes you sick as a coach, as a as an owner, as a general manager. That has to make you sick because those three or four games, if you can pull those out. You're looking at a completely different season. Now, the bright spots you have, you got obviously Justin Herbert. And he's not. He's playing at a pace where we we haven't seen as a rookie probably ever. But you you know Mike Williams and Hunter Henry, Keenan Allen, these guys are just playing incredible, and you got to get them the ball. The problem is, and not everybody, but you have some spots on that defense that's just not getting it done. Joey Bosa came out was vocal. Uh, a few about a week or two ago about guys needing to step it up. And I'm glad that he did that, you know, because he's not a guy that's very vocal. So when you have guys who are not vocal, who really don't talk much in the locker room, when they say something, everybody listens. And the way Joey Bosa was going out there playing and getting after Josh Allen, he was in his face all day long. You know, they need to get other guys in that defense to step up and play the way he's playing right now. So, they, uh, to, as far as Anthony Lynn, you got a couple more games, I believe, that to go out and prove what you can do for the rest of the season. I, and I, I don't call for anybody to get fired, not just the Chargers, but anybody in the NFL. I don't, I don't like to say this guy should get fired, that guy should get fired, but it's such a performance business. And you look at that team that they have, there's no way in hell you shouldn't be winning more football games, period. Last question for you. We're talking to Sean Merriman. Uh, appreciate him joining us here, breaking down everything in the world of uh, the NFL. Obviously, there are a lot of different co- sort of major issues going on with the NFL right now. Tuesday, we have a game between the Ravens and the Steelers. Can you imagine what it would be like to be playing in this type of season and how much more challenging would it be than almost any year when we know it's hard to play in the NFL? But can you imagine not knowing what day you're playing, what guys are playing? I mean, have you ever seen anything like this? No, 
No, and I, and I don't think we're going to see anything like this again. Uh, yeah. This is something that came up that uh, we, not just NFL, we as a country trying to figure this damn thing out. Yeah. We're just trying to figure out life, right? And that doesn't change anything when you're talking about the NFL. Uh, I applaud them for even getting up and getting the season going in the first place. It's you pretty know, amazing, people, honestly. Yeah, You know, a lot of people are giving them grief, and I see some of the players like, hey, what the hell's going on? Well, guess what? You know, there's millions of people out here that's not working, millions yeah. of people trying to figure this whole thing out. They found a way to get it going and get, you know, move forward. Because the truth of the matter is, we don't know what this is going to look like six months from now. It could be the same way. We have no idea. So for them to do what they're doing, I applaud them. And the players have to understand, and people have to understand in general, uh, that they're trying to figure this thing out for the first time, too. You think the NFL like having the Broncos with no starting quarterback? I mean, that doesn't make them more money <laughs> you know that's you know that's bad football that turns away fans that has people griping about what's going on so you know they're trying to figure it out as everyone else is trying to figure out so i applaud them try to uh to keep this thing going and not shutting down and just figuring it out along the way i agree i mean i think you know most of american life and certainly american business is about finding out a way how to do something and the NFL has been imperfect, like all things created by men are. But to be able to get as many games as they have, even amid these challenges, and oftentimes even with fans present, I think it's a hell of a story. Uh, Sean Merriman, appreciate the time. Uh, thank you for coming with us, and I'm glad to hear you had a good Thanksgiving, my man. You got it, Damon. Thanks, Adam. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.